should hear. It's Tommy. Hey, I'm walking here. Hey, everybody, how you doing? Welcome to the very first episode of Hey, I'm Walking Here with Tommy Caprio. Uh, today's going to be a good day. I am back in Los Angeles and ready to start recording, and I'm excited. Uh, or as about as excited as I get, which is about a seven, um, because I'm walking here today with a good friend of mine. He is a actor and musician, most notably known for his role as Lex Luthor on Smallville, and he is the founder of the band Sunspin. And he also has a very successful podcast called Inside of You. Please welcome my buddy, Michael Rosenbaum, at the Michael Rosenbaum on Instagram. Michael, what's going on, buddy? Tommy, it's actually the Michael Rosenbaum. Did you say that on Instagram? I said the, I said the Michael Rosenbaum. Oh, yeah, I guess that's right then. The, yeah. the, 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 it doesn't really matter. Really, what does it matter? I didn't take English. But I want to make sure I get that right, because on my show, the only social media that I use is Instagram, uh, walking with Tommy. And so I want to make sure that uh, everybody knows where to follow you or, or get a hold of what you're doing. And not that anyone who's listening to this uh, already doesn't know who you are. <laughs> I thought you were going to say not that any, I know you well enough to say not that anybody gives a shit. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, man, I really appreciate you walking me today for a few reasons. Uh, one, I just feel comfortable with you. So, you know, doing a first show and not knowing exactly what the show is and trying to figure it out on a fly. Uh, it's just comforting to be with a friend. And, um, I also just want to make sure that people realize that this is not the normal show. Normally, I want people to call in or leave messages or we have discussions particularly about things that are bothering people uh, so that maybe we can kind of work through them together. And mostly it's just me ranting a lot. Um, but I think talking today is an excellent way for me to establish what the show is so I can explain my vision. And also because you have a very successful podcast yourself, maybe I can pick up a few pointers. Well, first of all, I want to say <clears throat> this is your first show. That those that don't know you, you're you're incredibly talented and very bright and a great producer and someone who's very creative. Who I think people uh, they gravitate towards you and they your opinion means a lot. So even though you think you may not know a lot about podcasting, I think uh, you know I, I, you're asking me a lot of questions about you know what I know about you know why my podcast is successful. I'm constantly searching for answers to make it more successful and. Uh, uh, one thing I'll just say off the bat is, you know, the best thing to do is is don't compare yourself to other podcasters or, or for that matter, any actor or any other person. You just, uh, I mean, that's that's hard in life because you go, I want that guy's success. I want that that amount of listeners. And when you do that, you get trapped into like uh, it's this, it's you're chasing something that's not. It really, it's not. It doesn't matter. And and it's taken me a while to to, to understand that. But to me, the best thing. I've done is in terms of evolution from the beginning when I first started doing it, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I'll be honest with you. I thought, oh, I'll make some money. I'll talk to people. I know people. That's that's why I was doing it. I was like, hell. So you were actually did it for for the money part because I don't I don't plan on doing this for for likes or or numbers. Right. And I'll explain a little bit as we get down the road about what this does for me and ask you what it does for you on different on yeah. a different level well, too. I, at first, I, yeah, I thought I'll make some money. I'll have fun. But then I realized it's not that easy. It's hard to make money. It's hard to get people engaged. Here's what I'll say. It took time, but then when I became more vulnerable, when I was honest with the audience, that's when there was a connection. When I started to talk about my dysfunction, my anxiety, my depression, it was like the, the doors opened wide. And that's when people started to listen. I have a Patreon now with like 600 people 
that are fans of the show. And uh, I'm telling you, it's people talking about like, oh, my God, you saved my life talking about anxiety. Or when you're uh, Stephen Amell, a guest I had, had an anxiety attack on the show. It helps people. So I realized that the uh, more honest I am, and then, by the way, this is the best advice I could give you, is because, you know, sometimes I don't open up as much. And I'm like, why didn't I do that? Why am I so afraid? Mm-hmm. And the more you just say, I'm, I'm a fuck up like every one of you, and you can relate to them and they can relate to you, that's when it works. Yeah. And you know me, I'm not really going to have any problem speaking my mind. And, and I know. As we get as we get going here, I'll explain what more. So, let me give you a little backstory of how we got to this point. All right, the original concept of "Hey, I'm walking here" started out as a joke on my other podcast, the Unsolicited Podcast. And so, around that time, we were getting ready to wrap uh, a few seasons of a TV show that I did uh, for Comedy Central. I was producing at the time, and I was uh, kind of telling them, and I didn't know what I was going to do when it was all over, and that maybe I would just walk around the neighborhood with a microphone observing the world around me, yelling, hey, I'm walking here, you know, and a bunch of passing cars and people. And so we all had a pretty good laugh about that. But as you can imagine, you can't really carry a show with that concept. It was kind of ridiculous. But then let's fast forward a few months and we go into quarantine. And honestly, in the beginning of quarantine, it was, you know, a rough period for me. Uh, I just ended a run of successful jobs uh, that I was doing and the realization kind of start to settle in that uh, I didn't really have a backup plan. And I didn't really know what to do next. So then, you know, obviously my old friend, anxiety and depression really starts to move in on me and take control. Not to mention that we were already locked down, so I was feeling pretty isolated to the world. And then uh, I read somewhere that going for a long walk could be helpful. So I started taking these evening strolls, these walks, and they really were helpful. I look forward to them every day. I mean, the walks were a way for me to process my thoughts and my feelings, and I look forward to doing it. And I got a lot of clarity usually, but a lot of the times during these walks, I would also realize there were a lot of things that really bothered me. But still to this day, I don't really know if the reason I'm so anxious sometimes is because of all the things that are stupid shit that people are doing that bother me. Or is it just that that's my response and my response to the things that are bothering me, which is causing the anxiety and anger. So, you know, when I would walk, I started documenting all these thoughts and I started listening to them back and I can hear the anger in my voice. You know, I could be hot headed. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And uh, kind of grumpy sometimes. I'm, I'm pretty critical. Trust me, no more on anyone else than I am on myself. Right. Um, I think that we, we've always related with that about, you know, self-criticism. And uh, most people don't know that about me. They would never see that. But like even when I'm in crowded places, like or if your house has got a bunch of people there, I'll, you know, I need to kind of reset myself a lot of times. And uh, because I get a little bit anxious in, in, in the big crowd and feel small i guess if that makes sense yeah i think we all do and i think that's that's one of the things is you know i I could always tell when you're in your head and you know you're thinking too much or you're you're you know if you're upset about something it's usually it always comes back to yourself it's like i'm mad at myself or something or i don't believe in myself or uh, i'm insecure or this or and we all do that and that's that's the key to for me to life to just know that i'm not alone i know it sounds kind of cheesy or whatever but when you it's really true think about this i mean everybody suffers from anxiety and depression and if you could just say okay hey my therapist one of my therapists told me one of my therapists one of yeah fucking hollywood actor (laughs) one of my therapists fucking did this she told me when you get anxiety embrace it i go what what do you mean i want to get the fuck out of there no it's like when you're driving a car you're driving 
the person in the back seat who's bothering you is is anxiety. And you could say, you could be there, but I'm driving the fucking car, so shut up. And I'm telling you, just thinking about those little things like, okay, I got it. All right, it's here. Let's go on with my life. It's here, but I'm not going to sit here and embrace it and start thinking about why I have anxiety because it's only going to get worse. Just go about your life. It's going to go away and breathe and exercise. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's part of everybody. I always like to see when people overcome that. And by the way, I, I fall apart constantly. It's not something that you just get, you conquer and it never comes back. It, yeah. it creeps up on you. Listen, since you started talking about anxiety, let's just run with it. I was going to bring this up later, but since we're already here, let's do it. It seems as though the topics of anxiety and depression are common on your podcast inside of you. Most notably, as you mentioned, Stephen Amell had a panic attack on your show. And even a guy like Dr. Drew has been on your show. You think he has it all figured out. I mean, even he suffers from some anxiety and depression. So I always want to be open and honest on this show. And so I'm going to be honest and say that I do suffer from anxiety and mild depression. Sometimes really bad, other times not so bad. And I even get misty-eyed sometimes thinking about some of those darkest of times and how I'm in awe that I even got to this point in my life, let alone talking to others publicly about anxiety and anything. And I remember when I first started uh, dealing with anxiety that I felt really alone and ashamed. And it wasn't until I had that first conversation with someone who was also experiencing anxiety that uh, the healing started for me. And that's when I decided that I was, if I was ever in a position in my life to have a platform, um, that, that I would try and be that help to someone by just bringing up the conversation. And I want to say that I think that what you do on your show in regards to anxiety and depression is really important because... You're considered a person in, uh, who have reached a lot of success. And when the people hear you or others like you have anxiety and depression, it allows them to see a light and realize that their dreams and aspirations are obtainable, even though they're in the thick of the shit at the moment. So does listening to others talk about anxiety or depression for you help you deal with it? Is there, does it make you feel less alone or hopeful that it's th- the way it's done for me, I guess? You know, a million percent. That's that's the key right there. I think... Um the reason I have guests on every episode isn't necessarily because like you hope, Oh, you hope someone's interested in this guest or you hope this guy's got a lot of followers. Maybe someone's going to listen, but honestly, the one thing that's the most important is getting something out of that guest that I can use for myself as selfish as that may seem. It's hearing someone talk about their anxiety and saying, what is your, what's the answer? How do you do it? And they might say something that I haven't tried. They might say something that works for them that I will. So I'm always looking in my guests to give me answers and my listeners. So I, that's why, you know, I do the Patreon. And, and that's why I do, because you can see, read these messages and somebody will say, oh, you know, little things. I don't know. Hey, I, I don't drink caffeine after like two in the afternoon. Oh, okay. Why? Because, they, you know, and then you're getting – I remember I was getting major anxiety attacks because I was drinking, like, sodas and shit at 4, 5, 7 at night. I was like, how? Do, of course you're not going to sleep. Of course – these are little things. But overall, everybody has things that make them uh, – that makes their anxiety sort of go away or it helps manage it. And so that's what I'm looking for. Thank you. And, and I think a lot of people think that's awesome as well. Um, and so just something I want to definitely do on my show. Did um, you hear that, by the way? Did you fart? Yeah. That's typical – that's typical. I, you know, I'm almost like I expect that yeah. so much well, when I talk to you that I don't even think about it. I actually, I, mean, I thought about it. I was like, I don't know if this is the kind of show where I should do that. We just talked about. No, listen, better. trust me. This is. I'm only doing this because I'm trying to have people. Hey, I'm walking here, asshole. Fuck you, Al.
Yeah, you too, pal. Rosie, all right? Oh, you're still here. thought you left. Anyway, I'm glad you are because I want to remind you to subscribe and catch part two and three of my walk with Michael Rosenbaum. And follow me at Walking with Tommy on Instagram. So there you can leave me a message and be part of the show yourself. Oh, and of course, uh, go and download Michael's new album for iTunes and Amazon, Sunspin, Best of Days. And follow at Sunspin on Instagram. I'll talk to you guys soon.